0: Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. All right, well, let's just jump in. I can't get... I that's okay, you guys, you guys Sorry, do guys.
1: the intro, is. I'll do the intro live, so good morning If you've seen this show before, you know that what we usually do is we play a little intro that says Agent Power Huddle is a daily jump start to get your day going for real estate agents That's it, that's what we're doing, we are going to get your day jump started This is a morning call for agents, and I am here just to get the show started Because our host today is the one and only Ogi Penev Ogi, how are you feeling today?
0: Oh my, God. It's, it's still early, but I have my espresso, so I'm ready to go I love it. All right. So, so my first zoom for the day.
1: Well, here, here's why I'm here, Ogie. I'm not, I, I won't even be here the whole time. I'm going to turn it over to you, but I want to I want to intro this show because when I saw the topic, this is something that is so near and dear to my heart. You've probably heard the expression before, and you've probably heard it so many times, you've tuned it out. Right. The expression is the fortune is in the what? The follow-up. The fortune is in the follow up. And you've heard that so many times. I guarantee it doesn't even mean anything to you anymore. You're just like, I heard that, whatever it is. Okay. Here's what I'll tell you duplicatable systems bring duplicatable results, right? If, even if you've heard that before, write it down. Duplicatable systems bring duplicatable results. And there is no one that I have more respect for in this industry than Ogi, who systemizes everything. So when I saw Ogi was going to be breaking down follow up, because follow up is not glamorous,
0: I think it's the He froze. Am I the only one that see Jesse froze? I see it.
1: Easiest he thing froze, to do, yeah. but it's also the place... I froze! I, I was asking you a question and I froze. I said, Ogi, I said, I said, I think that follow-up is the easiest thing to do, but the place where agents drop the ball the most often. Did you agree with that?
0: Yes, absolutely. But today, I'm going to systemize it for you step by step so you can do it the right way and... You don't get overwhelmed that's the main thing
1: let's do it i'm gonna put myself on mute i'll be hanging out for a while just if i'm here if you need me but I'm, I'm excited to learn on this one too
0: okay all right let me share my screen you know that i like presentations keeps me on track and right on the spot so we'll be done by 8:30 exactly all right um
1: for those of you listening to the recording of this later you have to stop and wait until it's 803 and push play that way you'll be done at 8.30 if you're listening to it later in the future.
0: All right. So do you guys see my screen, Jesse?
1: I do. Prioritize your follow-up. Don't call, text, and email random. Prioritize by lead source, recent activity, or with an action plan.
0: Yes. So the main thing for a real estate agent or professional is to get a lot of leads. However, if you get successful in getting leads and cheap in the right way, then comes the other problem of, being overwhelmed with too many leads and keep track of it because at some point it becoming so many and you don't know who is the right one who is the better one how to systemize it so i like to give you my system I'm not saying it's perfect but please start using it and then um, just tweak it based on your business or improve it and if you find a better way to do it just let us know so we can change our system too so don't just call text email random, prioritize the lead source. So I'm gonna give you um, the leads based on importance, who are the best leads and what is the time frames of these leads. And then I'm gonna give you some tips how to uh, um, improve conversion on these leads. So, all right, first, we got to prioritize leads based on time. So what I mean time is when the lead came into your CRM system, when the lead approached you. So first one is prioritize. The, the first leads are to, um, you have to respond to leads that responded to your calls, texts, and campaigns from your previous day. So I assume that when you get a lead, you would either call him, call her, him, text, or set it up on a drip campaign. So the leads that respond to your calls and uh, communication, these are the leads that most likely are ready and want to do business with you. So they're the first one you have to pay attention to. So the number one, start in the morning responding to the leads that responded To calls, texts, and campaigns from the previous day.
1: May I ask a question, Ogi? Yeah. And would you like other people to jump in with questions if they have them too?
0: Uh, Sure. Yes.
1: Okay. I know you're gonna. I know you're on track for time, but I want to throw you off. But if calls and texts came in the previous day, I'm assuming agents are like responding to these as they come in, right? Are you saying like you don't have to touch it the day before, or just like people you haven't got a hold of? What do you mean?
0: No, because let's say. If you stop working around five, six and you don't want to respond and people respond at night, later at night, they call you, they leave a message. You, you miss the opportunity to respond immediately or somebody responded overnight. Some like we are on a uh, in a Phoenix, in Arizona, different time zone than um, New York Eastern. So the things that you have not been able to respond immediately, they're the first one the next day in the morning to, to call and get back to them. Or let's say somebody responded and asked a question and you just didn't know and just respond quickly. Hey, I will get that information back to you tomorrow. And then you go back to them. All right, number two. Now, after you responded to the leads that approached you, now you have to go to the new leads. The new new leads that came the previous day that you did not send message or did not call or did not put them on any CRM drip campaign. So these are the next important leads to do because um, we still don't know if they're good leads, junk leads, whatever can lead, but this is where the business is coming in. So you cannot ignore it. It's not that important, but it's the next important thing to keep the pipeline full. Okay. Any questions on this?
1: Nope. And as you're sitting here talking about this, I'm thinking in my head, as probably a lot of people are, you're going to want to create rules in your CRM if you don't already have them to organize with the list like this.
0: Exactly. So um, you can organize it any way you want. I'll give you a few tips what not to do, so you can uh, organize it better. But let's get to that point in a, in a few minutes. So after we get the you know respond and talk to the new leads, call them, text them, and approach them to talk, then um, we go back to the um, the third more important leads, these are the recent leads that came a few days uh, ago, and they did not respond to us in any shape or form. They didn't respond to our calls, text message, or emails. So these are the, the, let's say from the last week, two to seven days, these are the next important leads you have to follow up. So these are the people that are uh, the leads that will keep your pipeline full. So after the new leads, these are other leads they got your message they they saw your text they saw your email but they're not responding so you have to go and call them and try to get them uh, into the system and into a communication so once you're done with the the little bit older leads from the last week and you don't have any more leads now you have to go and talk to the cold leads these are some kind of leads that, for some reason, never responded to you. They're just there, and um, it's just a pond. A lot of agents or a lot of teams call it a pond. They put everybody that did not respond in one big pond. And when you don't have leads, or you don't have anything available to work on, you just go and try to scrap the cold leads to see if something will pop up. So the idea is. Just uh, don't wait for new leads. If they don't have any leads, just go and start filling up the pipeline by yourself. And I think a lot of teams do that as a pond and they put new agents to start calling cold leads so they can get them some new business coming in. All right, so now we prioritize the leads based on timing. Now we're going to have to prioritize leads based on lead source. Because if you start getting a lot of leads from different sources, different marketing that you do, you need to know who are the better ones so you can jump to them quickly and leave the other ones a little bit far behind so um, you don't miss the good opportunities. I'm not saying that you don't have at all to respond to, to be too late, but there's certain guidelines you can follow. So the first one, number one, easy to convert, sign calls. If you get a lead from a sign call, this is the first one you have to respond. If these people made the effort to drive a neighborhood, to see a property, to check it out online, and to pick up the phone and dial your sign, these people want to talk to you. They're motivated. They're looking to buy. So they're the most important leads that you can have, sign calls the easiest one to convert. Do you agree, Jesse?
1: I do, and there's actually a question from Lizzie in the chat box. How many times do you reach out to an unresponsive lead?
0: All right, so um, that's not a topic, but maybe I should do one on our drip campaign. My drip campaign is 450 days for buyers. In the first 30 days, it's every day and then drops every month. Every two weeks and then every month. So uh, follow up until they, they say, no, don't, or something. It's just don't stop.
1: Yeah. Well, well, let's, we'll, well let's set up a set, Zach, if you're listening, let's, uh, let's, I'm actually, if he's listening, of course, Zach is listening. He's always here. Zach, will you remind Ogie, let's put a future topic to do, his going over his drip campaigns. That'll be a good one. All okay. right. So, 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 yes, I agree with you. Sign calls. I mean, are people getting a lot of sign calls these days? Do you still get sign calls on your properties?
0: it's 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 hard um but the ones that call they're good ones because they checked online they drove by it it means that they've passed this the first six months of resistance of checking the market and researching and you know how um, buyers do not want to talk to agent until they actually want to see a property so that's the point they want to see a property they don't want to they don't care about you. They want to see a property.
1: Right. We're going to put sign calls into two categories. They're either people who have been living in a box or have a time machine from 1987 or super motivated to get information on the property. Right. It's one or the other. Agree, Ogie? Yes. All right, cool. So you're calling sign calls first.
0: I love it. Second, we get the portal leads. That's how we call them. Zillow, realtor.com, any other of type of a, uh, Um, big source that scrubs the leads and they're good leads and they come to you. Overall, Zillow and Realtor.com are good leads also because they're online leads. So the online leads takes anywhere from three months to a year and a half before they want to talk to an agent. But if they approach you from Zillow, or um, Zillow is different now, but let's say Realtor.com or any other website, it means that they've, they've passed this six months or a year of market research and they want to see a property so once they want to see a property they're ready to go especially that applies for the online leads. um they pass a year once they call it means that they're ready to go now we pass second portal leads now we go into the the other ones these are the pay-per-click leads. If you pay for uh, Google or any type of other pay-per-click lead, these are the next important ones. They're important. However, like I said, their time frame is quite long, anywhere from three months to a year and a half. The people that sign up initially online just to look at properties, they're not quite ready yet. They just gave you their email maybe their phone number just to want to see a property but doesn't mean that they're ready to sell so they are the less important leads so you can leave them on third place as far as following up with them once you get past the pay-per-click leads then you go to the next source and that's facebook so out of all the leads facebook are not the worst but um the lowest quality possible. Because when we advertise on Facebook ads to get leads, that means that we are interrupting the person's life. They were scrolling through Facebook and just randomly saw a property and they would click to see it. It doesn't mean that they are really looking to buy. They're practically trying to waste some time and have some fun. So Facebook are the lowest quality, so be careful, don't waste a lot of times. Now, when I say Facebook leads, I'm talking about paid advertising, not leads from your sphere of influence, your friends on Facebook. So if a friend of yours on Facebook reaches out to you from Facebook, that becomes priority number one it's it's the same as a sign call so don't mix both um, if a friend on facebook sends you a message that's a priority number one if you're paying for facebook leads the leads from that paid advertising they are lower quality so don't pay too much attention to them in the very beginning so all right any questions so far about the priority of the leads based on timing and source is there any uh, a source that I did not cover in this structure and this structure? okay All right, so now that we have um, the priority let me give you some some tips how to increase the lead conversion once you get the leads so first one is use like leverage co-routing and dialers so if you have a dialer that you can dial from your from your computer pretty quickly that's a must do also uh, you can um route different um leads based on location based on uh source to different to different agents so you can get more efficient in converting these leads um You can use, if you have a built in dialer in your CRM, just use it because it's easier. You don't have to um, go uh, the time between phone calls, it's minimum. So it's easy to do. Also, the CRM, most of the times, can allow you to record your calls. So if you have that opportunity, absolutely, you need to record your calls. First, you can listen to yourself and see. How you doing your calls to figure out how you can do it better, or if you're if you're on a team or you hire a coach, someone that can help you better in converting leads. They could listen to your calls and they can tell you what it can do different. So if you, can, you have the option to to use a dialer and record your calls, do it. It's going to help you in the long run, saving time and improving your skills. Next thing. Oh, All right, Um, do not create an overflow of tasks. So what Jesse said in the beginning is you need to have some kind of a step-by-step tasking to remind you what you need to do. However, on a lot of the, the new leads, if you start doing too many tasks and you have too many leads and too many tasks at the same time, it could be overwhelming. So try not to create too many automatic tasks in your CRM is just um, keep the tasks for the people that you already talked to. Um, don't put, don't create automatic tasks for um, cold leads or new leads. Once you talk to them and you figure out in what stage of their buying or selling process they are, then set up a tasking for the proper follow up. Either if they're ready to go, follow up with them every week. If they're ne- they're not quite ready, they need to do something. Follow up. Uh, maybe every week, or if they're a long-term uh, lead, just set up a tasking for you to call them every month until they're ready. So Right The other thing that absolutely needs to be done from you or your agents on your team is to put notes when you talk with the leads. When you have a lot of leads, is simply forget what's going on. And when you have the, the, the notes of who, what, where, when, why, and how much, then when you try to follow up later, it's easy to pick up uh, the conversation, remind them what they, you talked about, kind of shows them that you, you appreciate your conversation with them. And it's easier to, to get the conversation going and start again on the follow-up. All right. And the last one, I think this is the best one, actually. Be a real person. You don't need to be a sleazy salesman to convert leads. You know, um, and also the automatic messages and text messages. They also have their place, you know, to get the lead to respond. But once they respond to you and you start talking to them, there's nothing wrong to mess up some of the scripts and naturally make mistakes over the phone and not be so great. You know, people know when, when you're trying to sell them. So if you're genuine asking questions, trying to solve a problem, be a real person, people know these things and they're more likely to, um, to work with you and like you. So that could be easier for you to, to get, um, A relationship with this lead and turn them into a real client all right guys so it's a quick easy system how to organize your leads based on the timing based on the source and i give you some few tips on how to increase um, um, conversion rates so do you guys have uh, any questions about the sources timing or any specific problems in your business that you want to solve?
1: I see a couple questions in the chat. Um,
0: Okay. Let me, all
1: right. There's one from Lindsay. It says, how many times do you reach out to unresponsive leads?
0: So, um, so my campaigns are every day get, they get a text message and get a, um, and get an email from me in the first five days and then get a call in the first five days. Then in the next 14 days, they get just text message and emails. And then after 30 days, you get every month. Uh, I call them every month. They go to a cold lead. So in the first five days, you have to go really strong. But after that is just um, don't do it every day. It's just is becoming too um, time-consuming. Let the systems that you have in your CRM do the work for you. Set up uh, automatic text messages and emails.
1: And then there was another question from Fran Lucci. It says, what are the best dialers you recommend cost-wise?
0: Usually all the CRMs now come with some kind of a dialer. Uh, Depends on the CRM you use, that will be the most cost-effective. The cheapest um, that uh, I can think of, I don't know, I think the CRMs that you use already have built-in dialers, so that will be the best best source to do it.
1: Uh, We just got a question from Facebook too, um, or Fran responded, my CRM doesn't have a dialer.
0: Get a new CRM. If it doesn't have a dialer, then, then something they're behind on, they're two years behind on, on technology. If they don't have a dialer, then they, they miss it probably a lot. Who is the CRM, by the way? What CRM?
1: Top producer.
0: Oh, move on.
1: <laughs> I've been using it for 26 years.
0: I I know that's my very very first top producer was my very very first because I was with Carol Williams that was you know a big thing. However, if they're falling behind, all behind. right. So what CRM do you recommend? Um, I use Conversion. You know, he okay. has a he has a dialer. Um, I've heard good things about Chime and some other ones, but the the best CRM is the one that you're going to use honestly and. Actually, if top producer is doing the work, you know everything for you. Just keep it um, and find something, something, something separate that you can you can pay. Um, you know, for example, uh, I know this new one that came out, um, batch batch dialer. It's tailored towards more investors, but their dialer is only like seventy five dollars per per month. And I can even even do like $99 per month and you can dial 10 phone numbers in at the same time. So you know what? I'll call Batch and see if I can get you a discount and I'll post it um, later in the Facebook group. So you can guys check that dialer pretty easy. So if you dial 10 people at the same time, it, it saves a lot of time.
1: Uh, we got a question on Facebook from Nathan Hancock. He says, "How do I jumpstart a dead CRM that's been neglected?"
0: Um, Hail Mary—that's <laughs> what we call it um, um, An email blast. Come up with a some kind of a unique offer or something. Um, going negative is a really good way to to wake up leads. For example. Um, you come up with the email that says, "Hey, I've seen you being in my database for a little bit of for some time. It's oh, not responding. I'm planning to turn off all your updates and special offers. You know, let me know if anything has changed. You know, like you telling them that you you you're gonna get rid of them because you don't like them anymore. That's gonna wake them up. Or uh, some kind of a interesting email. Just keep them very short." with a specific offer to have him to wake up. And then before you do that, you create your drip campaigns. Every time you create a drip campaign, think about a year, two, three years, even drip campaign. So you can set it and forget it. Do you embed videos in your email? You could. It's nice. It's really good to do it because like I said, be yourself. People want to do business with people. So they have, first, they have to like you. Second, they have to trust you. And third, you have to show them that you can perform. So if they don't like you, there's no chance of them doing business with you. There's no chance so you cannot hide yourself do a video welcome video it's nice i do different type of videos i drop every two two weeks i do a video blog and i drop it to all my database so it's kind of a solves the same purpose but a lot of this um, the crms have integration with BombBomb, and you can do that easily too so it's just a, a lot of resistance from agents or anybody actually to do videos um for their business. And I'm the same way. I, I still suck in videos, but I do them. And they do they do work because people call me and say, hey, I see I'm getting your videos. And I ask them, hey, do you watch them? And they say no, but I get them. So they know that I send videos and that's the point of the whole thing. To remind them I'm in real estate business and I do a high volume of transactions and I can help them. So yes, if you can overcome the resistance of doing videos, it's absolutely needed. You have to do it. Yeah, I see more questions. Anybody else? Sarah, Nicole, anyone? Lindsay? Judy, you have a lot of questions always. You've been very quiet today. You mute it. Uh, Unmute yourself. Okay. I say You say everything is perfect today,
1: so I don't have any questions.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so good. (laughs) All right, guys. So, like I said, I'll try to see which dialer. It has a good discount, and I'll post a discount for you in the Facebook group later when um, Zach uploads the video. Otherwise, if you guys have any questions directly to your CRMs or to follow up campaigns, just find me on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook. Just send me a message and um, I'll be happy to help. All right, guys. 9.29 and 9.30. Oh, 9.30. Perfect timing. All right. Thank you, guys. See you next time. That was great. Thank you. Bye.